Are you dealing with the trials of a difficult marriage or going through a separation or divorce? Welcome to the club, friend. Life is messy and it can be hard. I'm Jen Zingmark, a Christian life coach, and I have good news for you. There is a path to find hope, healing, and happiness, no matter what your circumstances are, and I can help you find joy in your journey. So let's go. I am thrilled to announce the opening of my exclusive life coaching program, Faith-Filled Divorce. If you want to learn how to thrive in divorce without doing it alone, losing your faith, or giving up on your dream life, then Faith-Filled Divorce is for you. In my exclusive life coaching program, you will get the support, tools, and encouragement you need to find hope, healing, and happiness in your divorce journey and create the joy-filled life you dream of. Enrollment is open now. Go to LDSDivorce.com to join and get all the details. Hey, y'all, welcome back for more Gin Juice. Today, I am talking about how to transition after divorce. We all experience different phases or chapters in our lives. Some we look forward to and anticipate for a long time, and others happen suddenly and without any preparation at all. Divorce happens slowly for some and suddenly for others, almost like the breakdown of a car. My husband and I owned an insurance agency for 15 years, and we insured thousands of automobiles over the years. So go with me on this for a minute. As I was thinking about relationships and how they end, it really reminded me of the breakdown of an automobile. When a marriage relationship ends, Sometimes it's very dramatic after one sudden event, like a car accident, but many times it falls apart because of the accumulated effect of bumps and dings and breakdowns that are not repaired. Either way, a marriage relationship ends in divorce, and it's hard to imagine what life will be like in the next phase. So I want to share some ideas to help you embrace the phase that you're in and make smoother, more enjoyable transitions in your future. When you can recognize and appreciate the phase that you've completed and then consciously close the door on the chapter that you've left, then you're free to live in the present and enjoy life as it's happening instead of holding on to the past or trying to fast forward to things that you want in the future. The process of divorce happens in stages. There are the physical stages like the lead up, which can take several years or only a few months. This is the stage when there's a lot of conflict and issues that can't seem to be resolved. The next is the decision to divorce or separate. Then the physical separation. This is a time when both people are adjusting to living separately and doing the work of separating their lives and accounts and assets and your emotional lives. And then finally, the divorce occurs. And after this, the process of building your new life begins. And this too happens in phases. First comes living and doing life independently. And it may include single or co-parenting with your ex, then dating after divorce. And this is quite different from dating before you were married. And then some people choose to stay single and never date again. 
but many choose to date and remarry after divorce. So this brings more phases such as getting romantically involved again and introducing your children, then remarriage, and then blending families and step parenting and on and on. There are also emotional stages of divorce and the emotional stages of divorce usually follow the five stages of grief, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and finally acceptance. Each of these stages represent a different phase or chapter in the divorce journey. Of course, there are opportunities and challenges that accompany each phase. So my goal in sharing this message with you today is to help you understand that life is always changing. We're always moving from one phase into another, and that is exactly how it's supposed to be. It's normal and natural to want to stay where you are and not to have to move into a new phase. This is what our primitive brain tells us is safe, but there is no growth in staying where you are. I want to challenge you to embrace the idea that life is supposed to change. We need it. Our goal is to accept and embrace the changes that come with each new phase and appreciate the good things, but deliberately close the door on the phase that we're leaving and live in the present and look toward the future. We all experience the changes of growing up in our family of origin, right? We begin as helpless infants, unable to care for ourselves and learn over the course of our childhood to take care of ourselves physically, emotionally, and then financially. And then we transition into adulthood. And this transition is smoother for some than others. But at some point, we become independent adults, taking care of ourselves and our needs. And it's important that we leave the safety and comfort of our parents' care and learn the skills we need to provide for our own needs. It's interesting how our perspective of this phase changes as we mature. When it's your experience, it's usually a very exciting time and you're full of hope and optimism about your future and have so much anticipation for new adventures and experiences. And you're eager to spread your wings and fly out into the world or go off to college or to work and move out of your parents' home and live on your own. If you've had the experience of having a child leave home, you know that it's a quite a different experience when you're the parent that's not leaving. As a parent, we're usually less excited about our children leaving. And most of us tend to feel bittersweet feelings of not wanting their childhood to end. And we just want to hold on to them a little bit longer. When your marriage ends, the transition can be much like this. You may feel excited to be free, and you can't wait to get out on your own again and spread your independent wings and fly. Or you may be working through the stages of grief and not feeling ready to embrace your singleness. Both are normal and part of the process. I want to share some ideas that can help you embrace your current phase of divorce or life. Two skills that will help you do that are to recognize and accept the closing of the phase that you are leaving and everything that is involved with that, and deliberately opening and embracing the current phase you're in. The first skill is to firmly close the door on the phase that you have left. Sometimes this is a slow process, but there will be a point that a phase will end. And being able to do that consciously and purposefully 
will help you move forward out of it. Are there some phases that have passed that you haven't moved beyond that you're holding on to? Are you unwilling to close a phase that you have finished, but you haven't actually made the changes necessary to call it closed? You may be just holding on to the memories and emotions of a previous phase in your life. You may be thinking about your past often and reliving the events of the past. In order to create space for what comes next, you need to be able to close the doors on the phases that you've already moved on from. Divorce is a process and it can take years or just a few months to complete, but it does have a definite date that it occurs. And this is actually a good thing. You can close that phase of your life completely when your divorce is final. The second skill is embracing the current phase you're in. It's uncomfortable. It's new. It will take time to normalize your thoughts around this new phase. Part of embracing the phase you're in is living in the present and looking toward your future. You cannot be looking behind you while you're moving forward. It's just not possible. This is so important no matter what phase of life or divorce you're in. One way that I like to close a phase is by having a ritual or a tangible representation to symbolize the transition. One of the symbols of a marriage relationship is a wedding ring. When a couple gets married, they wear rings to symbolize their commitment and love for each other. So this is a tangible thing that we use to represent the end of your marriage as well. For me and my divorce journey, when my ex-husband moved out, and we separated, I started wearing a solid band. I didn't want to wear my wedding ring, but I also didn't feel comfortable not wearing a ring at all. So for the time that we were separated until my divorce was final, I just wore this band. But when my divorce was final, I took it off. Taking off this ring was the ritual that helped me transition to being single. I closed that phase completely when I took that ring off my finger. You also have to decide what you want to do with your wedding photos and your family photos with your ex. This is a personal choice that we all have to make, but removing photos of your ex is a way to mark the transition to being single. Another ritual may be redecorating your home or your bedroom. You also may want to capture a specific memory around a phase to complete it. You may want to take a picture or write a poem or a letter to close a certain chapter or phase of your life. But I recommend that everyone, all of my clients do this in my Faithful Divorce Program. And I recommend it to all of my one-on-one coaching clients as well. Spend time evaluating your marriage, the good and the bad. This is a deep dive into your relationship. Really take an inventory of your behaviors. What behaviors do you want to take with you And what behaviors do you want to leave behind? It is important to think about and really appreciate all that you have learned from your marriage. So when you evaluate it, you can learn from it. When you take the time to evaluate your marriage, you learn all that you can from it. And that will help you feel ready to have closure and move on into the next phase of your life. One ritual that my second husband and I did when we got married and joined our families was to make a time capsule. We had each child contribute something that represented them, and we put one of our first pictures of our family together in it. And then we all shared our feelings at that time 
and locked it up. And then we opened it up 10 years later. And it was so fun to see all of the things that we had said and wished for that had come true. Another really important part of closing a phase in your life is your mindset. When you're dealing with divorce, it is helpful to choose to see your marriage relationship as complete. Not all marriages are meant to last forever. Some are meant to last for a time and then come to an end. Just like all of life's experiences, they are meant for us to learn and grow from if you choose to. Remember, you're not a victim of your circumstances if you choose to become a better version of yourself because of them. Divorce is not a failure, but a step in your progression towards becoming the best version of yourself. And in order to move on to the next phase, you will need to choose a healthy mindset about your past. When a phase is ended, think, how can you firmly close it? How can you ritualize the end of that phase? Getting rid of things that your adult children left behind or redecorating or having some sort of goodbye ceremony will help you release it with gratitude for everything that you've learned and everything that was wonderful about it. You decide what feels right for you. Acknowledging the transition with a ritual or a tangible act or thing allows your mind to feel ready for what comes next and to fully live in the present moment that you're experiencing right now instead of trying to live between two phases. So let's talk about opening a new phase or chapter in your life and how to turn your attention and your focus forward to what is happening next and what is happening now. If you're like me, when I got married, I planned to be married forever. I never imagined that I'd be single again at 30 years old. So when I got divorced, I wasn't sure how to do it. I didn't know how to be single. I was in a phase I didn't anticipate or look forward to. So it would have been easy for me to feel like a victim of my circumstance or to be sad or angry about it. And I definitely was for a time. I worked through my sadness and grief and betrayal and heartbreak, but I didn't stay there. I healed and I deepened my faith and trust in God, and I chose to embrace it. Although I had three small children at that time, I had one night a week and every other weekend free at that stage in my life. This was a new experience for me. Days off for a mom. It wasn't hard for me to embrace this aspect of my singlehood. I took a class. I attended institute class. I went to the temple every week. I reconnected with girlfriends and enjoyed every minute of my time off. But there were aspects of that phase that were not fun, like dealing with all of the home repairs and the lawn and feeling lonely at times and being the only one responsible for my children. There were definitely challenges. Every phase has opportunities as well as challenges. The goal is to accept and embrace both of the phase that you're in. When we're in a transition time, when our life is changing, it's actually a wonderful time to set new goals for yourself and to build new habits. Our brain is actively building and rerouting our neuropathways to deal with the changes we're experiencing and our expectations of what life is going to be like. So when you close a phase and you open a new one, this is an excellent time to set new goals for yourself, to consider what do I want from this new phase of life? How can I create those things now? What am I looking forward to? And what are the tools and skills that I need 
to build in this new phase to be successful? What does success look like for me in this phase of my life? You can acknowledge the things that are hard and get excited about the things that are new and thrilling. Remember, every phase will come with both opportunities and challenges, positives and negatives. There are no phases of life that are all good or all bad, even if sometimes our focus and attention make us think that there are. Allow yourself to lean into the phase that you're in right now. And if you're in the middle of a phase that hasn't felt good, give yourself some grace, give yourself some space to consider what are the challenges that I've been dealing with? What are the ways that they could feel lighter? What are some benefits of this stage in my life that is going to end at some time? None of the phases of divorce or life last forever. So how can you enjoy more of the phase that you're in right now? Sometimes we all need a reminder that our lives are made up of different phases, and that means life will change and that there will be times for phases to open and close, and we will get to choose how we want to move through them. I hope that you've had a chance to think about your own life as I've been sharing and opening and closing different phases of your life and some things to consider as you go through that process. The truth is that life is what we make it. Remember, God has perfect timing and everything has happened and is happening exactly the way it's supposed to in your life. Keep your hope anchored in God's unwavering love and promises. And even in the midst of divorce, God is working in your life. There are no mistakes. Everything happens for a reason. And everything that has happened in your life has been preparation for right now. Now is the time to establish the life you want to have in your future. And I am here to help you see your future self and that anything is possible for you in your future. I want to help you learn to see your own potential and live into that better version of yourself. Now, creating the life that you dream of will take some effort. It will not happen by accident, but I would love to help you do that and be your life coach. Remember to embrace and grow in the phase that you're in, friend. Thanks so much for listening. Bye, y'all. If you're ready to dive deeper into this work and learn the tools and the skills you need to change the trajectory of your life forever, go to ldsdivorce.com and sign up for a free consultation with me. This is just the tip of the iceberg, my friends. There is so much more. I would love to work with you and be your life coach.